0: What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Dallas Simon, coming to you with another episode of the Ground Up Biz podcast, where the goal is to inspire, educate, and help you break the time for money trade in your life so that you can live life on a whole other level. I hope you're having an epic day so far. And in this episode, I want to talk a little bit about the importance of starting your own blog if you haven't already, blogging has emerged in the last, let's say decade or so, uh, to be more, let's see, the barriers of entry have definitely gone down significantly uh, as far as, uh, do you need coding experience to start a blog? No. Do you need to be a great writer to start a blog? No. Do you need to have the perfect topic or any topic really selected at all and stick to that one topic? as a blogger. No, not necessarily. A lot of things have changed in the last few years uh, with sites such as Medium.com and previously WordPress.com, which is still around. They have a free version uh, of the site that you can use to create your own blog, uh, as well as Blogger.com. There are several blogging platforms available right now for you to refine this skill that you may not know you have yet, or really just develop something that can go beyond your current branding efforts, you as a person, you as, you know, an entity, or, or if you have a team, uh, your blog, when developed properly, can help you reach way way more people uh, in different countries who have related interests as, as you do, and I think the blog is a great way to develop your voice and really find out who you are, and what you stand for. And if you do stand for those things, the more you write about them, the more you can kind of, I guess, get to that deeper value of, of why you believe something to be the way it is. Um, that's if you're writing a blog about your opinions. But there are other type of blogs, you know, some where uh, you just do the research, and you let the reader make their own opinion or their own judgment based on the research. So you you lay out all the facts, you do a, uh, a pros and a cons analysis and you let your reader determine, you know, what they believe to be true. And those blog posts or blog type um, examples are effective as well. The reason I'm recording this episode today is because I've been a blogger for, I would say a little over seven years now, and it's been on and off uh, were periods of my life where I was very inspired to write and to share my message and to connect with others and other periods of my life where I didn't feel like being creative. Uh, I was feeling like, what's the point of writing? No one's reading this. Um, the world is big. All the, all the information and education is already out there. Why does somebody need to hear it from me? You know, kind of that inferior, uh, inferiority, uh, complex. I hope I pronounced that correctly. Um, and that's the self-doubt right the self the the negative self-talk we all have it so it was getting to me and what I did is I I cooled off for a period I took a a chill pill and my friend uh, his name is Paul he actually recommended me check out Medium and the first time I checked out Medium I didn't really think much of it Uh, but lo and behold Uh, lo and behold, I came back, you know, it was probably like six months. I I checked out the site again and I was like, this is pretty freaking cool. I can write about whatever I want to write about. I don't have to pay for a, a domain, right? I don't have to pay for a website address and I don't have to pay monthly hosting, which to me feels like a cell phone bill. So it's a lot cheaper than a cell phone bill, but it's still a monthly recurring bill. Um, and I can write, uh, about whatever I want. Now, Medium does have the the monthly bill if you do want to become an, an earner, which is five dollars. Uh, it's not much at all to pay to become an earner on the platform. But I must uh, also acknowledge that in order to earn that five dollars, it actually takes some effort for you to break even. Like it's just not you know you pay the five dollars, you make it back the first day, and then you know twenty nine days of the month is profit. Uh, that's not what I found to be true on Medium. I found that. Uh, Once I paid for $5, I definitely had to post frequently and also engage with people and and build kind of this community around my content to get more visibility in order to break even. And from that point, it is very much possible for you to make a profit on Medium. Uh, I'm just saying it's not going to be um, a walk in the park. Like you're going to have to be strategic about how frequently you're writing and with Medium, this is my personal opinion, I feel like the marketing aspect is more important than the content, um, because you can write good content, but if it's not picked up by you know, a certain amount of people to get it buzzing, to, to leave the initial comments, uh, to get the party started, quote unquote, then your article may go uh, unrecognized. And the same is the case with actually blogging on your own domain, you'll be blogging for From my understanding, at least three to six months before you start seeing some organic traffic coming from search engines uh, like Google, and being these are people typing in uh, words or phrases online to find related content. So, with that being said, it's important to understand that blogging is something, this is my personal opinion, I don't think it's going away. Anytime soon. Now, I'm not talking about vlogging with a V, uh, V L O G. I'm talking about blogging, B L O G. But vlogging is is a great way to document your lessons learned, uh, how you're growing, and also how you're failing and what you're learning in life. Vlogging is is a great way to do it as well. And I would even argue that vlogging may be more effective than uh, writing out your content because. People prefer to watch videos, me included, uh, when consuming information, uh, for the most part, I prefer a good video. I want to see the face of the person, uh, see if they look anything like me. And if they're talking about stuff that's related to like my experiences so that I can connect with this person on a deeper level before I receive their message. Right? So the reason why I'm not creating a video log of my content is because my personal preference, Uh, I've done YouTube uh, in the past, and I, I created videos in the past, and there's a lot of production elements that are required in order to make that visual possible for your viewer, and it's worth it right in the long term it is it is worth it for both parties for you and your viewer if you can create that content successfully but for me just like the type of person I am you see like how I'm recording this audio podcast on my phone right now is super convenient for my style and my personality and and I really do I work to give a a high quality of audio. I know it's not perfect cuz I'm using my phone, but I really do make an effort to to give a pristine audio quality at least so you can understand the message that I'm teaching, right or trying to share with you. And then through my blog, which is not through video, right, and statistically people are reading less today than they ever were and people are kind of going more towards video. So uh, if you take this message and you create a video log of what you learn and create like maybe a YouTube channel and a blog, right? So where you can put your YouTube videos on your website and then have text as well, then I think that would, that would, that'd be amazing. Uh, but but just for the sake of like my business model, uh, I'm, I won't be creating YouTube videos or, or any videos at this point. Uh, I'm just focused on the text That's going to be on the website. That's going to be picked up by search engines uh, that some of my friends that I'm sending the site to, you know, some of the lessons are in text and images, uh, which they'll refer to. And that's, that's the core of my blog. See, I have the audio piece, which is this podcast. And then now I'm, I'm working again, again, this is like I said, my sixth or seventh time trying to start my own blog and, and really sticking to it. So um, my goal was, you know, as I as I talk about it and, and talk about it to more people and say it on the podcast and stick with the podcast, that eventually it would just become something that I couldn't get rid of. Right. Something that I couldn't give up on or, or possibly just throwing the towel on because there's just so much time invested and I've told so many people about it and if I quit then people are going to start asking me about it and I don't want that to happen I don't want to let anybody down especially myself so that's why um, I'm excited about this go around with the blog I'm going to take all the lessons learned previously and apply it to this endeavor and I just thought about it for a second hey if I do fail if I do give up then I'm going to find blogging again in some aspect just because like i I like the idea of creating your content one day, promoting it, and then years now, right? Months, years from now, people will continue to discover, you know, the the solution you found or or the way to um, achieve certain XYZ goal. They'll be able to find that years from now. And and that excites me because that doesn't mean that, like, I, I don't know exactly who I will influence in the future, but if I keep showing up consistently... And producing something, I'll have the opportunity to, to make that ripple effect happen. Um, and and with a blog, you just you just never know who you'll impact. So I feel like you you should just start one to try it. And you can start with Medium. Uh, you can start with a free account without even getting into the earnings program, just to start documenting some of your thoughts and and making some of your work available online. Um, you could also start connecting with people like for, with medium, even for free, with a free account, you can start connecting with other writers online and really just getting inspired, um, to get better at your craft. I will say that naturally I feel like I am a writer in elementary school. I was, I was trying to write books. Uh, I had a a really nice teacher. I I forgot her name. Um, I think it was like Miss Newton and she would give me like, uh, these blank books for me to draw and I would draw the pictures and write the story as well. So I guess, I guess I had a natural knack for it that I, I didn't really, uh, fully realize until later on in life. And, and now the author of, I would say three books officially, but I've, I've created a lot of other books that never made it to, to official publishing, when I say official, I mean, like, through Amazon, Kindle, uh, you know, haven't been, you know, officially published on the Times yet, or, like, through a publishing company, but, hey, it's still got plenty of life left, so that, we gotta definitely do that, um, but the blog is a great way for me to create these smaller pieces of content, um, which my, my viewer can digest. I mean, people are struggling to, to finish books these days. Let's be honest. Even myself, sometimes there, there are a couple of books that I started and I, I didn't even make it past chapter one. So the, the really long form content, you now blog articles, they recommend to be about 6,000 to 8,000 words to be ideal for Google search engine optimization which we'll talk about in another episode if, if you're not um, familiar with that term. But I mean, most of us, if you haven't wrote in a while or you haven't did like an official report since like college or high school, uh, 6,000 words is like, what? They want 6,000? And you start writing in that blank document, you write a sentence like it feels good to be alive. And you realize like that's only seven words or whatever, six or seven words, eight words. So when you're thinking about, man, I got to fill up a document With 6,000 words that can be daunting and part of that is a barrier to entry for for blogging or at least having your own blog your own platform. Um, But I will say this. Any skill. That you know seems difficult or. Yeah like that one right is definitely difficult doesn't just seem difficult. It's so worthwhile in you developing because your. Writing ability will help you start the blog, right? So the blog will, will be going, you'll, you'll have the, the daily habit of writing um, and that will spin off into you possibly guest posting or writing for other people's blogs or even writing your own book, um, your own course, your own curriculum. I mean, there there are different ways you can take it and I won't talk much about it because I don't have much expertise, uh, but you can also outsource and, and hire a ghostwriter and for my first book which was understanding movies. I did uh, work with two ghostwriters uh, And an editor so you can outsource, you know to get people to help you fill out your content But for the blog, I just haven't really figured out a business model yet where I can pay somebody on Fiverr uh, To create the the post for me because the blog is not generating income yet so I wouldn't be able to, at this point, justify that purchase. Um, I know some people go from the mindset like, you know, where business you're supposed to be investing money, you know, uh, and if the business is negative at first, that that makes sense because, you know, um, because businesses start that way, right? Businesses start with negative and, you know, investment, and then they work their way to a profit. Uh, There's actually this book called Profit First. Uh, The first name of the author is Mike. I do not know his last name, but... I kind of remember just a little bit of the concept of the book, which basically says that there are business models that exist that can start profit from day one. And if they don't, then they can be really close to day one. And, and with that same token, there are also business models that exist that cannot start from profit from day one. Like they need at least a year or two or three years for, for, uh, you know, investments and operations before the business turns a profit. And with all due respect, well, hey, you know, I got actually, you know, I, I, a little chip on my shoulder. It's not even chip on my shoulder. I'm just, I'm excited, I'm, I'm grateful to be alive because I have a couple businesses that are designed to make profit sooner than later. And one like this podcast here is just something I'm cooking in the oven and eventually in the blog well as, as well. The blog is something I'm cooking in the oven as well because those are going to be like the slow release profits, right? Those are not going to come in year one, year two. It's going to be two or three years of really putting it in, uh, consistently posting, uh, consistently finding ways to give value to the audience I'm, I'm serving and, and taking a a step aside to think about, you know, who am I really creating for and, and what are they going through in their life? Um, what are they shooting for? What are they thinking about? What challenges are they running into? And that being the basis of what I create my content around and just really focusing like how I'll spin off, you know, a little bit, how I talked about last episode on care, like care being a central element of my brand in this podcast and in the blog. And when people feel that, when they feel that, that authentic nature that I'm, that I'm trying to put forth, uh, they'll connect with me and they may tell their friends about me. And lo and behold, in year two or year three, the podcast, uh, if I, if I keep it up, should be making you know a nice little check the blog as well and i'll have all the additional uh well we'll see what happens right we'll see what happens with the market my mindset uh, and my execution i should have all the stocks and dividends that i have right now plus crypto and maybe some additional income streams as well uh but the the point from that is is the blog and the podcast i kind of group those together because they're kind of doing the same thing they're documenting right i'm not i'm not trying to do anything extra creative here folks like i'm living this life and i'm documenting what i'm learning and through that consistent documentation i've created an archive of my story and how i've evolved to this point and and to some people that that those lessons and stories will be valuable to them now i don't know where they are right now and I don't really know who it's going to be valuable to right now, but I got to create it anyway. I got to set it up for them so that when they discover me, you know, in an airport two years from now, I can share this podcast link with them and they can be like, wow, dude, you've got 130 episodes for me to listen to. And I'm like, yep, I started four years ago. You know, it was just kind of a hunch. And, and now it consistently pays for some big bills. Um, and, and I told a friend the other day, just like the podcast, just right now on the blog, I'm not sure about the, the blog in this regard. Actually I am, but the podcast even more so. Cause I feel like it's, it's, it's easier for me to talk than it is for me to write and to edit and add an image. Okay. It's much easier for me just to talk into the phone than it is for me to do the other stuff, you know, to make a blog post all pretty and do SEO and all that type of stuff. Right. So I feel like the podcast is like the diamond in the rough for anybody who stuck it out with their podcast and created and been consistent with it. Like it's a no brainer. Once they start making some big checks from their podcast, but every day until that po- up until that point is, is kind of challenging because you know, you're, you see those statistics and you're in, you're like, you're not really getting that many views or not many people are seeing your content. And you're wondering, like, is my idea valid? Like when I'm telling you to like, don't wonder if your idea is valid or not, like keep hitting it, like keep being consistent. And And this is how this is how you ensure your success, what you're producing, what you're creating, make sure it's solving, I would say, painful problems for your clients or your customers or whoever you intend to serve. there are businesses that exist that don't solve painful problems. They're, I guess, desire-based businesses, um, or non-essential businesses. I don't know what you call them. And some of those business models do very well. Um, I'm trying to think of some right now. I can't, uh, <laughs> like even like Netflix, cause I feel like Netflix does solve a painful problem and that's absolute boredom. or like trying to watch like 10 different shows from 10 different platforms all in one place and like if you had to source those all yourself and pay all those di- uh, different dis- subscriptions then yeah that could be painful so i would argue that netflix is solving a painful problem um in your content that you're producing for your blog or your website which you absolutely need at least like i would say at least medium or, or wordpress wordpress free or blogger one of these platforms where you can start a free blog you don't have to pay any money Right, you just confirm your email, they give you a, a subdomain, so you'll have it at your your name, which whatever you create, dot wordpress.com, your domain dot medium.com, whatever the name is, right? And that's that's perfectly fine to get started, you know, to, to start writing words, putting words and ideas to to a, a document and, and making your work available online. And then from there, you know, you can develop the daily habit of writing. For me, it's a two-minute calendar reminder okay and all the time I do more than two minutes because like who just wants to do two minutes especially when you get going okay when you start feeling it you your two minutes is nothing right so but but to get started sometimes and there listen there are so many days it's not just a few there's so many days when I don't feel like doing it and that's where the two minutes help so much it's like I'm just telling myself bro it's just two minutes it's just two minutes right It's not even going to take much time and I literally have my timer like looking because it's like because because the first minute the first 60 seconds feels like a drag of something that I don't want to do and then the next 60 seconds feels a little bit better and then I tell myself you've done your two minutes you know you can quit when you want to and what happens. I do just a little bit more and I'm still not really satisfied because I know the type of person I am. I'm somewhat of a a perfectionist. So I keep going and then I end up doing like 15 or 20 minutes and I'm like, all right, that's enough to say I did my two minutes and that that's what's been happening. Um, My core habits have been uh, to learn something new about blogging and to write every day, uh, two minutes, uh, to talk to somebody I care about, two minutes, and to do Adobe Illustrator for two minutes. Um, we're going to keep doing these three habits for at least another week or two until we're very solid. And then I feel like I might add number four and number five, but this is coming from Atomic Habits by James Clear. Uh, super excellent book. I feel like if you read that book as well and you want to become a blogger or a podcaster, that book can only strengthen what you do in your time so that you can actually make those things happen. Um, okay. So let's see consistency. I want to, I want to talk a little bit about like why I failed in the past. Um, just so you can understand what you're going to be like going up against if you, you haven't created your own blog yet. Um, and if you're listening to this podcast and you still listening to this episode and you have created your own blog and you're doing well, like kudos to you because you made it past, you made it past a very challenging time. Uh, The first and the resources I've been looking at lately are talking about the first six months. They're not saying three to six months. They're talking about the first six months is going to be you feeling like you're talking to an empty room. Okay. And they're really not lying because when you're first starting, nobody knows you and you have no credibility. I mean, unless you've already built up your audience, then you can transfer some of that, that attention to this new blog, uh, new blog you're creating. But if you're just starting, you're practically nobody and who, who's going to trust you at that point, right? So you got to start, you know, fleshing out your portfolio and learning how the platform works and learning where the buttons are and all this type of stuff. So that, that takes time. But if you you prevail through that stage, you make it to the stage where you realize, okay, maybe I am somewhat of a, of a writer. Uh, maybe I am, you know, uh, I, I, have always had ideas and, and I can, I can learn how to further develop, you know, my presentation of these ideas. Like you start warming up to the idea that maybe you could be a blogger, right? But you, you only can get there from bypassing your comfort zone in that first step. And then the next step is, hell six months to two years is where you're just really getting the habits down of writing every day and once you're done writing and publishing then the marketing because I can argue that like the marketing is the most important piece of having a blog or a podcast is once the content's created great content still needs marketing so What you do with the other time, you know, how you uh, spread that information around, tell your friends, tell your family about it, Uh, maybe have like a Twitter account or something like that where you can post and share links uh, to your blog post. Um, Just understanding that posting. At first, it's going to be great because if you weren't posting before, then posting is brilliant. But once you've developed you know, the habit of posting, then you want to start layering or stacking your habits and adding the, the habit of, of marketing. And what marketing is, is not you telling everyone, hey, I got this post. Hey, I got this post. Hey, I got this post. That's the quickest way of uh, wasting your time and getting no traffic. Um, I think the best way to do this is, is to engage with others on their level. You know, talk about what they care about, and if your creation is relevant to you know what they're working on, then share it. Or if they ask you to share what you're working on, then share it. But if you just go in saying you know what you created, I need some feedback, I need a comment, you already know where that's going. Like they're not gonna pay any attention to you because you know everybody's got their own thing that they're that they're working on. Um, so my strategy for Medium. Was once I posted new content, was to spend literally all available time that I had on the platform. The rest of it, engaging with people, showing love, you know, showing support, telling them, you know, that like I, I like the way you you write, and and not bullshitting, like being genuine too, right? Because people can can sniff the fake shit, like really letting them know, like. And finding ways you know that i could appreciate their content and a percentage of those people reciprocated the favor which therefore made my content look like it was more popping to new readers so when new readers saw the content they're like hey a couple people have already commented on this it must be good like and, and hey it may be good it may not be good i don't you don't know how i got those people to comment but the fact that they they're on there, you know, in my mind would would signify the party has started. And to some people, they want to you know join in the conversation. Um, so yeah, I hope I hope you get what I what I said from that. Um, it kind of relates to the fact that, cause cause when I was talking about like failures and like how I got discouraged, that marketing piece is so critical because you're going to be creating content if you make it past the point where you get over yourself and start creating content on a regular basis then you're going to have a lot of content just sitting there looking at you and if you're looking at your analytics maybe it's going up a few numbers but you know it's just you you know refreshing your screen you know you're looking at it on your phone you're looking at it on your computer you ask a friend of yours to look it up but they're all just really you looking at your site you know playing with your numbers um so the the first Man, the first year of of blogging, any blog is going to be challenging, Um, and I I will say this, it maybe could be less challenging if you learned more about marketing and how to drive traffic to your site, to your content, wherever you're you're posted up. Uh, The cool thing about having a blog is you have control over what is posted. It's your platform. Um, like owning your blog now when you're on medium it's mediums platform so you don't own medium they've got some style changes you can change some colors and stuff like that but that's pretty much it uh, you can change you know some fields you know your website you can enter some stuff and that's it like but when you own your own domain you can install WordPress choose your own theme and move things around like more like a puzzle um, which is exciting but also you have control over what you say um, what type of rights, you know, what type of contract uh, con- contractual setup you have for your site for your entity You have control over all that when you own your own blog So that's why the importance of this episode is moving towards owning your own platform You can start on medium and I started on medium and wordpress the free site. I, I did free blog blogging for For years. Uh, I'm thinking about it right now. I did I did it for at least five years where I had a free domain, I didn't pay for my own domain, and I was just driving traffic to other people's platforms, right? And I'm, I'm thinking I'm driving them to my platform. I'm driving them to my tent on their land, okay? And... On a greater business context, the reason why that's a losing game is because they close the client and they get the customer while you're thinking you have the customer. And if they ever block you from the platform, then you actually don't have a true connection with that customer unless you're collecting emails and, you know, talking to the customer. You have a CRM, but that's for that's for another topic. The blog is your hub, your home, your central base for and you could have two separate blogs, maybe one about you and your personal life and your family life, like a family blog, and you can have one for your brand or your business. Um, and the reason why I say this is because like maybe there's some things you don't want to uh, have related to your business, but you want to share with people and you want to share with your family. Uh, the blog just has so many different great uses. I think the hardest part is, I guess some people have a hard time finding the time or yeah, finding the time is definitely part of it, right? Uh, to write every day. And I feel like the only solution I found so far is the, is the two minute habits. I see that calendar reminder. It's red on my Google calendar. And I've got three other or two other habits that I'm working on right now that I'm building as new habits. And I feel like if I don't cross one off, I feel like I I lost, you know what I'm saying? And and one of the rules of atomic habits uh, that he shares is uh, never miss two days in a row. So the next day, you you darn sure believe it. I'm I'm trying to hop on that habit to to take care of it because I don't like I don't like you know if I because I use check marks. I don't like missing a check mark because to me it feels like I didn't show up that day. Um, and with that being said, if you can figure out how to document more frequently, then you can evolve to learn how to market that content. Uh, but without the the habit of writing. Or recording speaking you know what I'm saying and publishing then you don't have that you can never build that asset you can never turn your documentation into a cash flow for you you can never reap the residual income that may come from what you recorded three four ten years ago peep that for a second I'll say uh, one more thing on on that topic um, about just the whole documentation aspect uh, my aunt told me that she was excited or at least happy that I was recording my voice on a podcast because the way I see it once I'm not here anymore some people may still like this podcast and listen to it a few uh you know what I'm saying years decades from now uh, and I would hope that my grandkids and great grandkids and great great grandkids would listen to some of some of the episodes uh, from from great great grandfather dellas <laughs> back when the days when he was just trying to figure it out right he was just trying to learn you know what worked and what didn't work and how how to empower you know his group of friends and 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 influence a global movement of entrepreneurs to break the time for money trade without this documentation i would just be going day from day and man i don't know what i would do i don't know hopefully hopefully you're getting it hopefully you're getting it start start your podcast if you haven't already not asking you to be perfect just asking you to start recording something you know get some started 10 years from now you'll love and appreciate yourself that you got started the blog i feel like it was a no-brainer um medium's cool because you're not paying that monthly fee for hosting and you don't have to figure out how to program your own website and install plugins and themes and all that type of stuff um which can be kind of daunting but it just takes some work and, you know, if you're willing to to get paid from it, if you want to get paid from what a successful blog would get paid for, um, how do I rephrase? Let me rephrase it because, because, because successful blogs make money, right? Think about the business model. The content's produced. It's kind of like a one-way conversation. I mean, it's, it's partially a one-way conversation because, well, you, you produce the content and then people come at their own time and leisure to 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 consume it right i'm sure if you have like some type of email list then some people come immediately but if you've created your content to solve a problem and the problem is not like a trending problem it's a problem that is an evergreen problem it's a problem that people will experience you know a year from now forever you know essentially if you can set your content up uh, like that evergreen content rather than just trend based content you can set yourself up for the long term um, and with that being said, you create basically a window for people to consistently find what you produced, and and hell, this is what Traffic Secrets by Russell Brunson would teach you: is you create a way to basically capture their information and stay connected with them for life, uh, as you grow and as they grow, um, and that that that's that's just life changing. You know that that has me taking taking a. A step back to really you know appreciate how awesome of a time it is to be alive um I hope from this you will work on your documenting skills I'm not perfect with documentation and the reason I write so much is not because it's just easy for me to write it's just because I have a lot going on in my head and writing it down just helps me clear space for new ideas um When you use a blog or a podcast to document, you're basically letting the world in on what's going on in your life. And it is very personal. And maybe you guys see it if you've been listening to a few of my episodes. There are some aspects I didn't necessarily want to share. But just because of the nature of the episode, I I ended up talking about it. And it's in those elements of, of vulnerability that I feel like I do get much power for this podcast. As you guys see, I'm a, I'm a human, you know, a human being. So I get some power, some empowerment. You may get some as well, realizing that, you know, it ain't, it ain't all rainbows over here on my end. Uh, we really fighting to get it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I I wouldn't say I'm fighting to get it, but because I'm very blessed over here. Um, but I'm not acting like. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm very blessed, but I'm not for one second going to be like, I'm not going to take this for granted. I'm I'm really, really like not going to take this for granted. Um, And I want to take what I've learned and make that available to the world. I struggle with producing consistently. That is one of my biggest, biggest caveats or whatever. And, And my combat for that is atomic habits, a two minute a day daily habit is what I'm using to fight that. Um, the other reason I fell off of blogging in the past is because I didn't pay my bill on time. Okay. So if you're paying, if you got your own domain that you're going to pay for your domain, probably yearly should only run you about four to $8, maybe 12, depending on where you buy your domain and hosting is anywhere from eight. And the latest bill I paid was like $22, but I, I anticipate that may go up, depending on which vendor you use, and uh, I'm using Cloudways right now, and the reason why I anticipate that my bill may go up is because Cloudways is a uh, performance-based uh, software hosting company, uh, or internet hosting, web hosting company. So as more people use my site and my site becomes more more robust, then the price of my hosting will go up. Um, and I'm, I am gonna be looking into other hosting providers, but the reason why I'm using Cloudways is because when I first started they were really easy to work with and uh, their servers are are super responsive and they also scale to the size that you need them to. So if my, if my site were ever to go to, you know, 50,000 monthly users, 100,000 monthly users, Cloudways, it would be very simple for me to scale that package with literally like a, a slider on, on like a bar. Like it would just like how much size, it's like how much size you need. And I can just scroll and, and, and uh, get it to the size. So with that level of convenience and knowing that they have a Roadmap for me to get even bigger just kind of uh, lets me know in my position that I think I'm in the right place Um, but what I'm saying to that is I have a friend uh, coach Dino uh, who actually was the first one kind of to put me on paying for your software by the year and to me that always seemed kind of crazy cuz like why would you lock in with your vendor with a vendor for that long and I didn't like paying up front like that much money but things have changed since then. I have a job, I've been saving uh money and, and also it was kind of like a commitment thing, right? When you pay for the domain is cheap, you know, $12 ain't a big deal, but when you pay for hosting and I'm talking about cloudways, I don't I didn't see like a yearly option, but I'm anticipating it's probably gonna be anywhere from a hundred and fifty to like two hundred dollars a year. And that's that's still not, not that bad now that I think about it. It's not that's not that bad at all. Uh, it's not that bad, but I never wanted to fork up that cash, right? I was just thinking, I'll just pay monthly. I'll just pay my bill on time, uh, and any type of, uh, monthly recurring bills. I don't like monthly recurring bills, by the way, I would just turn that off. And what would happen is I'd create all this content for the site. And then I'd see the email notification to pay the bill. I didn't pay the bill. And then I see the email notification telling me like, if you don't pay the bill, we're going to take all your content down in uh, 24 hours or whatever. And I didn't pay the bill and, and, and they don't lie right? They don't lie at all. They will scrape your, like all your content will be gone. The site will not be working anymore. And, uh, you'll have to start over if you haven't learned how to, uh, back up your content properly. Um, so the main lesson from that is if you do go the domain website route, um, try to find ways in which you can pay yearly. Or have the recurring payment or pay on time because you don't want to run into a situation like where I ran into where I've done this, I've done this multiple times where I didn't pay the bill and then they reminded me to pay the bill and they they warned me and I didn't pay the bill and what happened is I lost all my content um, stupid right why would you do that I just feel like I was maybe a little bit more dumb when I was younger but I'm I'm working to get better day by day. Um, I will say this and then I will kind of finish off this topic. Um, I was going to use the word hope, like I really hope I stick with my blog this time, but with this Google Calendar two minute reminder every day for the rest of my life, I will at least do two minutes of my blog. Therefore my blog has to still be online, therefore I've paid the bill for it. So it's, it's really interesting how the two minute habit works, because if that habit exists, I still am identifying as a blogger every day and I still am learning about blogging and I'm still working, you know, to become a better blogger every day, at least two minutes a day. So if this site goes down, it's a uh, groundupbiz.com. I never even mentioned it this whole time, you know, have been listening for 40 minutes. I never said nothing about the URL, uh, it's www.groundupbiz.com. If it goes down, that's okay. That's okay as long as I don't quit this habit of identifying as a blogger every day I'm fine if I have this website up cool if I don't cool but if I'm practicing blogging on medium or I'm writing in a notepad or, or word or whatever then at least I'm doing what I said I wanted to do and, and, and like being who I, I said I wanted to be and I think that's more more important um, than you know if, if you if you fell a couple times. Uh because this blogging stuff like and even the podcasting, because I, I I tried podcasting three or four times, uh, and I, I ran like a little pilot, you know, couple episodes with a friend of mine as a co-host before starting this. Like, it just seems like you gotta fail a few times before you get the idea of, of what could actually work. And that's where we are uh with this particular blog. blog. And I'm excited because there's going to be some great content on here. Everything I create, I make sure to, you know, take a few moments, you know, or the next day and look at what I created and, and to evaluate it through the lens of my viewer. Uh, I've got a few friends who are entrepreneurs who I think are my ideal customers. And I look at my blog post like through their eyes. I try to at least and, and analyze, does this post solve a problem? in their life? Does it give them, you know, something to work with something to, to, to improve upon or, or a bridge to a place that they want to go in their life. And if it does, then I keep the blog post. If it doesn't, sometimes I delete it or I think like, okay, maybe this could be more helpful for them in the future, or maybe I need to refine this, this blog blog post because right now it's not really solving a problem it's just something I wanted to talk about but right now it's not really I, I don't feel how this 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 could be really you know helping somebody um I feel like that screener is important because there's a lot of content in the internet age this information age we're, we're creating and you could be an entertainer okay so maybe uh well even entertainers solve problems I'm bored as hell I want to laugh I want to feel good, so I watch something to make me feel good. In whatever arena you're picking, if it's crafts, if it's information, education, whichever land of entrepreneurship you're picking, just make sure you're solving problems and what services you're, you're dealing with. Uh, and a double play is the documentation side. I think the documentation is something people overlook because it can be difficult. It can be not exciting, Like I said, I'm not really I wasn't really super excited to record this podcast, but I would be hella excited looking at the analytics and being, you know, and celebrating the fact that I did it. Like once you're done, you're going to love yourself. You're going to feel freaking amazing that you got you got through with that. Right. And every time I finish a blog post that that I thought was a great message, I feel Wonderful, and it's like I almost want to make that happen again and make that keep happening. But I'm I'm tired after that because you know it put I put a lot of energy into it, and that's fine. So show up every day, you know, put your best foot forward. If you are learning something new, find a way to document and catalog your lessons learned, your findings throughout your life this documentation will be super helpful for you your family members your friends who want to do stuff similar to what you've done and to people you may never meet physically in your life the blog is for words the podcast is for audio and I think video is probably the best medium but I told you why I'm not active in the video sphere right now, but that I could change that in the future because, you know, you, you don't want to be stupid, right? If everybody loves video, then why are you just writing in text? Like people are not reading like they used to. Like you don't want to be stupid. Like you you want to create what people, you know, want and in the format that they want it and focus on solving real problems. And I think if you do that, whatever type of documentation you create will be helpful and if you're consistent with it and you improve your format and you make it more readily available to you know people across the world you know in different formats and you start promoting yourself and finding groups where people could maybe find your content more helpful you are going to explode i mean that's my personal opinion i mean if you're consistent with it you should explode now if you're not exploding your question you're scratching your head why am i not exploding it's like first question am i consistent Be honest. If you are consistent, it's like, okay, am I marketing what I'm creating? Be honest. And if if it's a yes, yes, then maybe you just need to, you know, turn your marketing dial from one to like 30, right? Just go super hard. Like, um, Google ads, YouTube ads, uh, (laughs) creating a Reddit account, uh, responding to, to forums on Reddit, like going to Quora, putting your website link on Quora, having a Twitter account, putting all your URLs on Twitter. Uh, create a Pinterest account and having images related to what you're talking about. Like just go hard as hell on marketing and because traffic, traffic is, is a secret. We'll talk, we'll talk about traffic in the future, but, but traffic is the name of the game. Once you have your blog created, once you have your podcast created, then you, my friend shall become a master in driving traffic, highly qualified traffic to your platforms and this is what makes the moolah. Yes, the moolah, the moolah, the moolah that we all think about when we originally have an idea is how much money do you think this is gonna make? Well, that comes first from the consistency showing up every day. And uh, don't forget what you're doing, document. All right, that's all I have for this one. I really hope you uh, got something from this episode. I hope you start your blog. And um, if you already have your blog running, Uh, Send me your URL. I'd love to follow. I'd love to leave you comments uh, to be on your email list, whatever you got. My email is Delos at GroundUpBiz.com. If you haven't already, please subscribe uh, to this podcast. Uh, Whatever platform you're listening on, please favorite it. I'd really appreciate it. Um, And follow me on Instagram at GroundUpBiz. I'm also on Medium at groundupbiz. But the blog is where I'm focusing my energy because it is a platform that I own the rights to. Uh, And I'm creating all original content right now, or at least I think it's original. So, you know, I've got the rights to it, you know, and um, I think that that's really the focus. Uh, I'll let you guys know how the project progresses from here. I'm excited. Uh, you know, for this. And I'm excited for you, too, because I know you're you're probably working on some amazing things. So keep at it. Make it happen. And uh, I look forward to chatting with you in the next episode. Have a wonderful day. Peace.